I am thrilled to have in studio with me a concerned citizen, Glenn Slaybaugh. How are you doing, Glenn? Pretty good. How are you, Kim? I'm doing just fine. And uh, I've always thought about uh, eyes on the process. My time on city council, I realized that it's important that everyday concerned citizens be watching what's going on in government. And Glenn, uh, you certainly are bringing something to the forefront here that I think is important because we see government on both sides of the aisle. It's a bipartisan thing that they're like they're they're trying to figure out different ways to get uh, more and more of our money out of our wallet and into the public coffers. <laughs> That's correct. So a little story here. I was going by the the front desk and uh, uh, the assistant out there said, hey, Kim, there's there's some mail here for you. And so I picked it up and uh, there was this very thoughtful, important information. And it was it's from Glenn Slaybaugh. And he says it's a, a call for honest property appraisals in Arapahoe County. And so I pulled it out and I started to try to get my brain around it. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to call you. And uh, what you are talking about here is really, really interesting. So let's start at the beginning, Glenn. Uh, how did you first start to realize that there might be some some kind of funny stuff going on with property appraisals in Arapahoe County? Well, my wife and I bought our house in 1993. And uh, I had had cancer previously, and we didn't know if I was going to make it. So my whole concern was to, to find a house that uh, she could afford the mortgage payments on and that uh, uh, she would have absolutely no concerns having to do with paperwork, and et cetera. So, so as I was looking at our paperwork, I noticed that the distribution of square feet for our house was incorrect. Okay, so this is with the assessor's office, right? Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. So I went down to the assessor's office and spoke with uh, a woman, one of the staff there, and I explained to her that the distribution of square feet for our house was incorrect. And she said, oh, is the total square feet correct? And I said, yes. And she says, well, that's all that matters because we don't use the distribution of square feet for anything. And I was kind of taken aback because property records are supposed to be sacrosanct. You don't change a property record unless you make a material change, such as a room addition. So... I said to her, well, if you have to have numbers there, I'd feel more comfortable if they were the correct numbers. And she said, well, she said, we can't do anything about it until the next time we update the computer. Well, I realized the conversation was over, so I went home and I thought about it. And I realized that she was wrong, maybe unintentionally, but... I knew I had to get a better answer. So about a month later, I went back to the assessor's office, and this time I got a different woman. And I explained to her that the distribution of square feet for our tri-level was incorrect. And she said, oh, but is the total square feet correct? And I said, yes. And she said, well, that's all that matters. We don't use the distribution of square feet for anything. And I said, well... Since you have to have numbers there, uh, I'd feel more comfortable if they were the correct numbers. 
She said, well, we can't do anything until we update our computer, which will be some time from now. So I went home and I thought about it, thought about it, realized I needed to actually talk to a real assessor. So I went back down about a month later and I asked to see an assessor. And so they brought one out and I uh, told him that the distribution of square feet for our tri-level was incorrect. And he said, oh, he said, but is the total square feet correct? And I said, yes. And he said, well, that's all that matters. He says, we don't use the distribution of square feet for anything. And I said, for the, <laughs> for the third time, well, if you have to have numbers there, I'd feel better if they were the correct numbers. And he said, well, he says, I know, but we can't do anything until the next time we update the computer. And I said, when will that be? And he says, well, we don't know. It's, it'll be a while. Well, so I, I realized at that point that something wasn't quite right, but I didn't know exactly what. They wanted to keep the incorrect distribution of square feet. So, so Glenn, there was no, oh, my gosh, we're so sorry. We've got to get this corrected. You never got that feeling from anybody? No, never. Okay. And even when we, uh, uh, I, well, I'll back up a bit. We began, my wife and I, uh, to look at not only our property record, but the property records of other tri-levels that were just like ours. And what we discovered is that they all had been falsified. Uh, so you mean they've been changed? Right. After uh, some time, some, some years of looking at these, these houses, we began to call what the assessor was doing architectural enhancement. And basically what architectural enhancement is, is a process whereby the assessor changes the house from what it is to what it isn't by changing the distribution of square feet or the interior dimensions. Uh, now, it, just a question there, Glenn. You've been assured on three different occasions uh, by people in the assessor's office that if the total square footage is correct, that's all that matters. But is that true? No. This We found out later that uh, what's really going on is that through the process of architectural enhancement, the assessor is creating fantasy houses that you don't live in but which you're paying taxes on. For example, our tri-level was made into a two-story house. Garden-level tri-levels were made into ranch houses. And the purpose of doing this, one purpose is so that tri-levels could be compared to two-story houses and to ranch houses. Uh, another purpose is the fact that by, create, by changing the distribution of square feet, they wanted to increase the size of the main living area. And tri-levels have a smaller main living area than ranch houses and two-story houses and bi-levels. And the main living area of a house is the most valuable part of a house. So when the assessor assesses that part of a house, he wants it to be as large as possible so he can assess it for more. And this is what they were doing. They would take the upper level of a tri-level and add it to the main level 
and they that would that would turn a tri level a garden level tri into a ranch house and then they would take a two story tri level and turn it into a two story house so somebody is adjusting this distribution of of the property of the square footage right i mean somebody is adjusting this at the assessor's office right under assessor Volzier, uh, property records were falsified. Under Assessor Sackdell, property records were falsified. Under Assessor Scott, property records were falsified. Um, and what you're saying is that they changed the actual distribution of your house. Initially, it was correct. Correct. Okay. Then it was changed. Yes. Then it was changed again. Yes. And it was changed one more time then, too, right? Uh our house was changed twice. Other houses were changed three times. Okay. And uh, what's interesting is each assessor had a different change because each assessor was trying to make uh, tri levels into uh, different types of houses. Uh, this, this, these houses we call fantasy houses because. Uh, you don't live in these houses. They don't represent uh, the house that you live in. The property records are incorrect because they've been falsified. Boy, Glenn Slabaugh, this is really astounding. Now, is it, I mean, this is, is it a lot of money between as they're doing this, or is it that they do it here, they do it here, they do it here, people don't really notice, but it adds up. What's your comment on that, Glenn? Well, it adds up to a lot. Uh, this is one of the reasons why, uh, ta- if you think of Tabor, the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights, right? That's a check and balance on uh, spending and uh, how high taxes can go. In Arapahoe County, there are no checks and balances. There are no watchdogs. Uh, they're free to be as corrupt as they want, um, and this is one one uh, example of corruption is the falsification of property records. The falsification of property records is basically a fraud on the public. A lot of people use property records for different purposes. For example, the VA, HUD, the FHA, uh, Fannie Mae, they make mortgages on houses. Uh, if, If they make a higher if they make a higher mortgage based on a lower value house, based on falsified information, you can see where this is lead. This can lead. The next time there's a housing down, these overvalued houses will be uh, the taxpayers will have to pick up the tab for the losses, which could be staggering. Glenn, you know what? Let's go to break. This is really important information, interesting information. It's complicated. You've put a lot of thought into this. And uh, so let's go to break. When we come back, we will continue to talk with Glenn Slabaugh regarding uh, he's he's looking for honest property appraisals in Arapahoe County. But I, I, want to, I, I think we want to make sure that there's a honest property appraisals throughout our state. So this is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. And having a really important conversation with concerned citizen, Glenn Slaybaugh, and really this is eyes on on the process. And over, it took you a while, over the years, you had been able to figure out that something might be going on that was a little odd, we might say to be very nice about it, regarding the distribution of the square footage of your tri-level house. And uh, it was correct at one point in time. So somebody went in and adjusted it. And then somebody went in and adjusted it again. And one of the things that you mentioned was so that the number of the the square footage of the MLA, uh, which is, uh, let's see, the living the main living area. main living area, that that was bigger than it actually was. But why would they want to make that square footage uh, larger? Why do they do that? The main living area of a house is the most valuable part of a house. The upper level of a house, uh, say in a tri-level, is not considered to be worth very much. The lower level is not considered to be worth very much. But if you can add the upper level... Uh, to the middle level, you've increased the or to the main level, you've increased the main living area by quite a bit, and so they can assess you uh, for a lot more than if they just uh, assessed for what that main living area was. Correct. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, when we went to break, you had brought up a point that it's not just this, the fact that, in essence, uh, they may be able to take more in taxes than actually the property warrants because they don't have the correct distribution uh, of uh, the square footage. But the other thing that you mentioned is is there's all kinds of decisions that are made on those property records. And I agree with you. Property records are to be sacrosanct. And um, so you, people go out and get a mortgage. Uh, you, you have appraisals uh, where people you know, buy and sell property. And so there has to be an inherent honesty about what is really there. And, and this is something that's really concerned you, right, Glenn? Right. Well, how, how can anyone feel that their appraisal has been uh, conducted honestly when the very assessor who's doing the appraisal has falsified the records. Uh, when you think about it, they're committing a fraud on the homeowner. They're committing a fraud on any prospective home buyer. They're committing a fraud on everyone else who uses property records from uh, the mortgage lender. lenders, the banks, uh, SNLs who uh, uh, lend, and you also have insurance companies who make decisions based on uh, housing interiors, etc. And so you have a lot of people. Realtors use use uh, property records. Uh, we found that many realtors in their uh, advertisements would have the wrong square feet because it was based on the county property record. Uh, And by wrong square feet, I mean the interior dimensions were wrong, and sometimes the total square feet would be wrong, but they would all follow what was on the property record of a particular house they were trying to sell. Uh, Basically, you can't have a system whereby some houses, the property records, 
are falsified in order to raise their uh, appraisal because now they're going to have to pay higher property taxes based on the falsifications. Well, and so you have actually reached out to commissioners throughout this. You've you've provided me with three reports that you've done. Quickly, the the second one is the Pinocchio effect. What is that exactly? Uh, when they change the uh, distribution of square feet, one of the things they're shooting to do is to increase the size of the main living area, which, if you think of Pinocchio in every time he told a lie, his nose would grow. <laughs> so when they change the main living area of a house, they make it larger, and that's the Pinocchio effect. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Okay. Your third report, arch architectural enhancement. Tell me about that. Architectural enhancement um, is a process whereby the assessor changes the house from what it is to what it isn't. And he can do this in a number of ways. We've, we've discussed how they change the distribution of square feet to create fantasy houses. But another way they uh, use architectural enhancement is they give you features. They give your house features that it doesn't have. For example, they may give you an attached garage or they may give you a basement that you don't have. And they do all this, of course, for a variety of reasons, but, the, but it all results in a higher appraisal. And a higher appraisal then means uh, a tax increase, if you will, Right. which this is then a runaround TABOR. You mentioned you appreciate TABOR, which is the Taxpayer Bill mm -hmm. of Rights. And my gosh, Glenn, we have seen all kinds of different ways that politicians and bureaucrats and interested parties have redefined words like instead of um, it being a tax, it's a fee, so they don't have to ask the people. And TABOR, the Taxpayer's Bill of Rights, is just really about good manners. And the good manners are if you want to raise our taxes or if you want to incur debt um, that we have to pay off, you just have to ask us. And if you want to keep our tax refunds above a very generous formula of population plus inflation, you just have to ask us. But what we see here, this is, this is sneaky, and very few people probably would go to the work to do this. Now, you, this took time. This took a lot of time for you to do this. It took a lot of time, first of all, to uncover it. And I found that as I start to uncover things like this, it starts with a little knot in my tummy that says, something isn't right here. And that's what started, how it started with you, right, Glenn? Yes. Um, when you look at a property record, and it's your own property record, it's, it's a little bit easier to, to try to figure out what's going on. But if you're a prospective home buyer, you can look at a property record and have no idea that anything's wrong. Mm -hmm. And this is, this, is, this is the problem is that uh, most people assume that the assessor, because he's a public official, is being honest. He's just a, a, a good man doing a tough job. Well, <laughs> what we've seen under the last three assessors is corrupt, nothing more than corruption. Uh, I don't know when it actually began. It could have be begun before uh, uh, Assessor Bozier, but it's embedded. It's a culture of corruption that exists in the Arapahoe County uh, Assessor's Office. 
And that's one of the things that Tabor does is it, it's, it's a check and balance to the degree that you would have less corruption. Whenever you have absolutely no checks and balances, you have what's going on in Arapahoe County. There, you have a, basically an agency of government that is unchecked. They do what they want in any way they want. There are no watchdogs. There's no one that, that watches over what the Arapahoe County Assessor does. Okay, so as watchdogs, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, we need to be taking care of our own, our own house, if you will. Right. So I would highly recommend that everyone, how do they find these property records so that they can see what this distribution of, of uh, square footage is? If you live in a triad, all you have to do is go to the uh, county uh, uh, website and look up your property. And it, it might say tri-level, for example, but to really understand how your house is being carried by the assessor, you have to examine the distribution of square feet. And if you find that, for example, you only have two levels, <laughs> then they've made you into a two-story house. If you find you only have one level, then they've made you into a ranch house. And that's what what you're paying taxes on. You're not paying taxes on the tri-level that's stated on the parcel search record. Okay. So I think uh, what we would recommend for people Mm -hmm. to do then, Glenn, is that they should check this out. They can go to their county records and check that out. If you find that your records have been are not correct, uh, email me at Kim at com. That's Kim at com because we want to know about that. And uh, we need to continue to, I think you kind of hit on it. We as hardworking everyday people, we kind of assume there's this social contract with our elected officials that, that they are working for us and that they are being honest about what they're doing. And, um, but, but was it uh, Reagan that said, but trust and verify, right? And so that's what we need to do. And so you put an enormous amount of time and effort into this. How long did it take you to uncover this? Well, we've been watching the Arapahoe County Assessor's Office for about 25 years, and uh, we get, we've gotten information when we could. It's not easy to get information from the Assessor's Office. I do want to say one thing. Uh, P.K. Kaiser is the newly elected Assessor of Arapahoe County. Of course, he, he would, knows nothing about uh, what's been going on by the past Assessors, and uh, we're hopeful that he'll be able to change the culture of corruption that uh, infests. So will you be reaching out to him to try to get a correct... uh... We've already reached out to him, and uh, we're going to meet with him again at at a later date to uh, talk about some of these... uh, issues that we're bringing up. Okay. Well, keep me in the loop on what's going on with this. And and Glenn Slabaugh, thank you for reaching out. I think it's important that people understand this, and this may actually help people have more money in their pocket. When people have more money in their pocket, they have more money to save, invest, take care of their families, and I think that's a really good idea. So thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for letting me. Absolutely.